It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 44. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. We're talking Golden Gopher football once again this week and are specializing in a specialist, kickoff man Dragon Kesich. He'll tell us about scoring 100 goals in a youth soccer season, his love for basketball, his Serbian heritage, trash-talking with teammates, and how much fun he's having playing Golden Gopher football. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Servant leadership is their company motto impacting the community in a positive manner. The Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm is also sponsored by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, making it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at champlininsurance.com. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. It's free to click the subscribe button and free to listen at any time. You can go back and listen to past podcasts as well. That includes last week's show where we had one of our very best episodes ever. We talked with Golden Gopher receiver Chris Ottman-Bell. You'll want to go back and hear it. This week we're talking Golden Gopher football once again. It's the Go Gopher podcast episode number 44. We have Gopher big-footed kicker Dragon Kesich. But first, a word from Tony. Hey Gopher fans, this is your State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. We are super excited to be part of the new Mike Grimm show on Talk North. For the year of 2022, we will be donating $10 to the University of Minnesota Children's Masonics Hospital for everyone that calls our office or checks in with us online and mentions that they heard about us on Talk North and the Mike Grimm Show. We are really excited again that Mike came on board with Talk North. You can reach us at 763-421-4900. You can find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Again, 763-421-4900 or find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Roll the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers. It's episode 44 of the Go Gopher podcast, and we are thrilled to have with us Dragon Kesich, the Golden Gopher kicker, who is amongst the nation's leaders in touchbacks and, of course, has all kinds of cool things going, including videos, camp with Kesich, all that stuff. Uh, Dragon, hello. How you doing? Good, good, good. Well, so this is uh, fun. We had uh, another specialist, Mark Crawford, on the punter, I don't know, a month or so ago, and uh, you know he told us a lot of good stories about you guys as specialists hanging out and practicing and you know you guys kind of got your own little world there for yeah. for, for much of practice so yeah. um, how much fun are you having here around this gopher program because you're, you're certainly having an impact I, I think it probably goes overlooked some I think it was a 40 plus touchbacks now yeah I think it's 46 out of 51 or something like yeah that. yeah but uh it's it's a great time our group is very special uh, you know, you got Craw- uh, Trickett, the elder, he's played the most football. You know, Croft, the eldest, being what, 28, 29 years old. Uh, Brady, Sully, Sham, uh, Jacob. It's it's a great group. We're all uh, we're all here for the same goal. We want to help the team in whichever way we can. With me, it's touchbacks, Trickett, field goals, Croft, field position. 
So uh, I know at practice, we're kind of off to the side doing our own thing, but that's how we get better. Sometimes we'll go outside to our indie outside while they're doing team periods and stuff like that. So I think it's it's just a, a great group, and we're having fun doing it. Yeah, and it, it, it's fun watching the whole thing. And last week, um, all of you guys contributed. You think about that Nebraska win. It was 10-zip at half, and I think Gopher fans were like, uh-oh, what's going on here? And then, obviously, total domination in that second half. But yeah. you had the touchbacks. Uh, Crawford had field position, pinned them deep, including that last one. Yeah. If they're going to win, they got to go 90 to 100%. just get it to overtime, probably. Yeah. And then uh, Matthew hits uh, you know, 240, 147, and 149. Correct. Um, pretty good pretty good group uh, yeah. or a pretty good day for your group 100% it was uh it was weird cuz in the the wind was pretty tough going to the tunnel we came out of it was pretty tough so trick hitting that 47 yarder was it was pretty big time it was uh i don't know we talked about like maybe a 50 mile an hour wind going that way but he crushed it hit a good ball crawford you know he had he took the heavy load into the wind <laughs> but he was able to you know hit some good balls and then the rest was history. Yeah, I was. Uh, we we actually made a comment. I think on the radio, the Nebraska punter I think had like fifty five yard average, but I think he was four or five punts all with that every single one breeze, was, yeah, right? Every single one. We're like, come on, <laughs> he got but, it in there. Yeah. And then poor Crawford. I think yeah. he was maybe half and half, yeah. maybe a little more into the wind. But yeah. the, the, you know, that said, he did what what he had to do certainly, and and, uh, and and pinning them deep a couple of times. I know. I think it was three at the eleven yard line. Yeah, or, or, or in. So, um, and that's all part of it. Now, obviously, it's a big part of uh, of special teams. Um, I want to go back all the way. Let's let's, let's talk about Dragon Kesich as a youngster. When did you realize you had a good leg and and it was it football, soccer, both? Uh, what what can you tell us about that? It was uh it was soccer. So I grew up in a soccer family. Uh, my dad grew up in Europe and uh, he played soccer his whole life. I have an older brother who played soccer. He played Division 2 soccer at University of Wisconsin Parkside. And growing up, everybody knew I had a strong leg. Like I was scoring goals from half field goal kicks. My dad was really good friends with a lot of the coaches that we play against, and their game plan was just not to let me shoot. <laughs> and uh, and from then, I was like, okay, maybe I can go somewhere with this. So then in uh, like ele- elementary school, we played kickball at recess, and every time I kick, I hit a home run, and everybody's like, whatever. And then all my friends started playing football, and I really wanted to play football, but my dad was like, no, you're not going to play football. Stick with soccer. And I started putting on some pounds, and I'm like, I don't know if this soccer thing's for me. So then... Uh, I, my dad, he's like, all right, you can play football, but you're going to be a kicker. And I start crying. I'm like, nah, like, I'm going to be a running back. I'm going to play like a, a real position. Yeah. And uh, I go to my first practice in fifth grade, and first thing everybody made me do was kick. I wasn't even stretched, warmed up, didn't even have my pads on, nothing. Everybody said kick. And I'm like, all right. And that was the day it started. And then, so that was fifth grade. And then in like seventh, eighth grade, I started going to Cole's kicking camps. Yeah. Started getting ranked throughout the country. And then I'm here. Here you are. Yeah. Um, did you play soccer all the way up through, or when did— uh... I stopped playing soccer sophomore year of high school. Soft, junior year, I played my sophomore year. Yeah. So junior year, I, I just stuck with football. And it was it was weird. It's totally different because at practice, so my junior and senior year, when I just played football, I'd come to practice for f- five minutes and I'd leave. And I was like, <laughs> this is the life. This is." The, but I felt bad sometimes. Like during two-a-days, I'd stay because I was like, I'm part of the team. Yeah. But it was, it was kind of weird. You had 100 goals in soccer when you were a kid? Yeah, I have a plaque at home, 100 goals in a season. Uh, couldn't tell you what season it was, but it says 100, 100, 100 goals, so I'll take it. Your dad, you mentioned, he was a soccer player in Europe. Uh, Serbia, is that yeah, his they, home? Yeah, I grew up in – it was – we're Serbian, but they grew up in a small Serbian town in Croatia. Okay. And then – so, like, he was born here and then moved back with his parents. And then once, like, the, the war broke out, he moved back. And then, like, my grandpa on my mom's side lives there right now. I have a bunch of family over there. I was supposed to go there in 2020, but COVID hit. 
So I still have yet to be there, but so it's a goal of mine to get there. Yeah, that'd be a meaningful thing to 100%. go, right? Yeah. Um, so you haven't have you seen some of those relatives in person? Have they come here? Yeah, I've seen uh, a majority of them. Like my my dad's parents are here now. Uh, my mom's dad's over there. My dad's got a bunch of cousins over there. So I've seen I've seen them, but there's also still some family over there that I haven't seen. And I, I, I'm a little embarrassed not to know this. Is it still kind of uh, war torn and uh, uh, well, not really? What, is it more stable? Yeah, now? it's more stable now. Now, like after like Yugoslavia and all that stuff, and then like uh, between like Serbia, Croatia, and then the whole like NATO attack, uh, it's all it's all good now. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Croatia, but a Serbian town in Croatia. Yeah. Um, how much do you embrace that heritage? I think Crawford was telling me you have a Serbian flag hanging yeah, in your in your apartment. Yeah, and I, every time I shower, I tell Crawford, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I always play Serbian music. Uh, back at home, it's like a it's a massive Serbian community. So coming here, where there's like. I haven't met a Serbian person yeah. yet. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, but uh, I try and embrace it as much as I can. And, you know, I wear a cross. Uh, I, it's like my second language kind of. It was my first language, but uh, I'm fluent in it. Really? Yeah, I'm fluent Serbian, but uh, I think I could be a little more fluent. I feel like I'm losing it not being with uh, my family stuff sure. at home, but— I still got it. So you're uh, from the Milwaukee area, Milwaukee. Oak Creek. Yep, Oak and, Creek. And there's a strong Serbian presence yeah, there. Besides, I'm pretty sure besides Chicago, it's the, like the second biggest in the United States. Gotcha. It's, it's massive. So when you're around that, I'm assuming your father speaks Serbian. Yeah, and right? mother and, and mother. brother. My whole family, yeah. So, so your dad was born here, but then his family moved back. Was your mom? Uh, she was born here as well. Here as well. And then she she went over there like a couple times when she was younger. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool being bilingual. Yeah. Yeah, trilingual. I took German in middle school, but so you uh, got a little German too. A little German, but <laughs> so nah. can you? Uh, so like, just for the fun of this on the podcast, what uh, can you say something like um, uh, the Golden Gophers beat the Northwestern Wildcats Saturday or something in Serbia yeah. or in Serbian? Uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers superbiedli protiv Nebraska usubutu. So what did you just say there? Uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers beat the Nebraska. Did I say Cornhuskers? Yeah, yeah, I think you did. Uh, on Saturday. That's great. Yeah. Wow. How about that? So, yeah. Um, yeah, you need to find you need to find some folks to to talk I, to. Yeah, no doubt. Um, 100%. You, you're uh, you mentioned Milwaukee Oak Creek. Um, how was the recruiting process? And you said you went to the kicking camp starting in when you were about middle school. Yeah, about like eighth, seventh, eighth grade. I yeah, think I started going, but uh, sl- slow process. For a specialist, you know, you're not really like highly recruited. So, because a lot of times, right, teams don't want to offer scholarships yeah. to specialists yeah, until they're on for a year or exactly. two, right? And yeah. it's like you got to be in the right grade. Like I know, like so, I was a class of 2020. A lot of people in the class of 2019 got scholarships. So like 2020 was kind of like not really that many scholarships, but it was it was a weird process. It's um, you know, I had offers from I didn't get offers till like my late junior year, and it was like Washington State, Iowa State, South Dakota here. And Eastern Illinois, but uh, they're all walk-ons, and uh, it's tough. And like I said, being a specialist, you don't really get those scholarships. But I was willing to better myself coming here. You know, I, you know, being a Wisconsin boy, you obviously want to go to Wisconsin. But yeah. I'm happy I'm here. Uh, we get to win the axe. Yeah, and uh, it's. Uh, it's a cool experience, and like being put on scholarship was probably the coolest moment of my life. Yeah, t- t- uh, refresh my memory of how that one went down. Uh, so it was like the day we got back from for winter workouts. And I'm just sitting in our our specialist room, like we're going over film. And then Coach and you Fleck, had been here one season, or yeah, a year and a half, year and a half, yeah. And uh, Coach Fleck calls me in. He's like, "Hey, uh, I just want to let you know we're going to put you on scholarship." And I was like, "Whoa, that was so unexpected!" <laughs> and it was a weight lifted off my shoulders. 
And it was like, uh, like, wow, they truly do believe in me. And it was, I called my parents, they started crying and I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is the bet I was willing to take on myself and it paid off. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And now, uh, you know, a major contributor here on this, yeah. uh, on this special teams. Now, Trickett, um, has had a nice year as well. Um, haven't had to kick a lot of field goals, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I looked a couple weeks ago, I think the Iowa guy had like four or five field goals in that win over Northwestern. I was w- w- uh, rewatching some of that on the Northwestern side, but notice that. And um, they're just, I guess the goal for offense has been efficient enough that there yeah. hasn't been a lot of field goal attempts. I think he's what, seven of eight maybe yeah, on some, the year. Yeah, when you have Mo, I mean, you really don't have to kick field goals. Yeah. But the ones he does kick, he makes. I mean, obviously the one against Purdue he wants back, but he's been, I think he's the most accurate kicker in Big Ten right now. So, yeah. I mean, he's doing his job. He's doing. He's really good at it. He's also a great teammate. You know, he's helped me out a lot. Uh, when, I, when he first got here, he taught me a, so much about like field goal kicking and like it's improved my game so much and I can only thank him so yeah and how is that I know PJ's talked about even like with the quarterbacks it's, obviously you want you'd love to kick field goals oh, yeah, right 100%. and eventually that's your yeah. going to be your job here right yeah. but so right now you're uh, it's a competition but it's a uh, you, know, t- you know I forget what the term PJ usually says uh, compete with not against I think is the, yeah. is the thing so how how is that relationship it, in the ki- in the uh, kicker's room it's it's a great relationship you know nothing but love for Trickett he uh, every time we watch film he always gives me these little pointers he's like the most technically sound dude I've ever met in my life. Me, on the other hand, I just go out and kick the ball. You've just got the I just I just kick it. <laughs> He'll ask me for tips on kickoffs, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I just kick the ball. Like, I, I don't know what to do. But him, on the other hand, like on field goals, he can point out to me if my foot's too uh, far forward, if my knee's not locked out on contact, if my plant foot's too deep. He's, he's a wizard when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, so it's almost like a – I think I've heard this before. That's like a golf swing, right, 100%. a little bit. Kicking 100%. is a similar – That's what Coach Fleck tells us all the time. Yeah. Like, it's hitting your wedge. It's like, all right. <laughs> and so he's got the technical, and you're learning that a little bit. Yeah, he's he's helping me out a bunch, and yeah. I can't thank him enough. Now, is your, speaking of that, is your golf game all right? <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. I like to say it is. We went – you know, uh, me, Tanner, Trickett, uh, and Jacob, we go a couple times over the summer, and – it's it's getting there. It's getting there. But if you talk to Clay Geary, that man's unbelievable. Good golfer. Unbelievable. I wonder if he golfed in high school. Yeah, he, I don't know what he does, but all I hear on the team is he's unbelievable. Like it's like plus two on par. Oh. It's like how is uh, can Tanner hit it? Oh. Yeah, Tanner's probably the second best in the team. Yeah, besides Clay. Yeah, and you guys went to Top Golf. I know. I, we you, did. You might have made one of your videos. For I there, did. Right? Me and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun going there, seeing some of the guys who've never golfed before in their life. It is crazy, yeah. right? I mean, because it's such a different. Um, you know, you got these just purely gifted athletes, who, <laughs> football guys who can throw the ball or or just crush somebody, can dunk. Yeah, yes. And then they can't swing a club. It's to save their life. It's it's crazy. And <laughs> me and Previn have. This rivalry going on. I'm two and zero, by the way. Yeah, of long drive, and he uh, he's getting better. He's getting better. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So it was camp with Kessich. I think that was one of the videos from Top Golf. Who had the worst swing on the team? Do you think Beanie Bishop? No good. It's not even close. <laughs> and actually. Beanie Bishop and then Jalen Logan Redding. Yeah, they it's, couldn't swing it. No, they can't swing it. Well, they can play football. They can indeed. Yes, they I can. I mean, Beanie can tackle, man. Yes, he can. Holy cow! He's a player. I mean, he he has no problem tackling people. There's no <laughs> doubt. And of course, Jalen Logan Redding. Each week, you can see progression with him from his uh, defensive end spot. Uh, what were some of your other favorite uh, camp with Kessich's videos? And I'm sure they're still posted. So if people haven't seen them, why haven't you seen them? But two, um, you know, go 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 uh, track him down. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean. One of my favorite parts was when uh, 
We brought in Hockey Mom's brownies. I don't know if you've ever had Hockey Mom's brownies before in your life, but it's the best brownies you'll ever eat really? in your life. The best brownies you'll ever eat in your life. Shout out Hockey Mom's brownies. No free yeah. shout outs. <laughs> but uh, I th- oh, when we went to the water park, yeah, that was really fun. I don't think that was a Camp Kesh show. Uh, whirly ball. That was my first time ever doing whirly ball. I don't even know what that is. It's like, so you sit in bumper cars and you have like a, I don't know how to describe it. You have a plastic ball and you have like a, kind of like a racket, like a lacrosse kind of racket yeah. thing. And you got, there's like a massive board that looks like the backboard of a basketball hoop. And you got to like throw the ball at the board and you get a point. So it's like six people on each team and you get like bumper cars, but you got to try and score it in the, in the basket. Wow. Yeah. It was actually Where is fun. that? Oh. Not sure. I, I, someplace. Right? I, I don't know my. Yeah. I don't know my way around here. Yeah, so, yeah. I, got, I, I might have to look that up. That yeah, sounds it's, like it's a good a, time. And they have laser fun. tag there, and they got bowling. Oh wow! So it was like a. It was a great event. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. What do you think of that? Uh, you know, especially in the off season. Obviously, once the season starts, you can't. You know, I mean, you zeroing in on game plans and such. But yeah. um, it seems that this coaching staff, PJ Fleck and company, uh, want to let you guys, um, you know, broaden your horizons and and do. I mean, between concerts and WNBA yeah. and NBA and a lot of different things. Yeah. Their uh, culture is big on more than just football, you know, being a better person and uh, having fun with it and allowing us to do these things that, you know, are not football related, bring us closer together as a team, allows us to have fun. And they're like really cool experiences that we may never get to do in the future, but we get to do now with our teammates who we love. It's a, it's a brotherhood and it's 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 a great time. Yeah, um, you mentioned you're from. Well, we mentioned you're from Wisconsin. You mentioned you know you grew up in Wisconsin. You want to be a Badger. You're not. You're a Gopher. We're thankful for that. Yeah. What was that like last November, uh, winning the Axe uh, on the home field? It was, it was. I don't even know how to explain it. I looked up at my dad, and my mom, my brother, and my two cousins, and they all jumped on the field. <laughs> we <laughs> we got together. You know, shed a little tear, but it was it was bittersweet. Yeah. I'm thankful I'm on this side of it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, and you, you mentioned, is your, was your dad a good soccer player? Yeah, he was uh, He was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, played in Europe, and then when he moved here, he played for our church team. They won a bunch of tournaments, won a bunch of leagues and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so you think that's where you got the leg? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he was more of a speedy guy. I don't know about the, the shooting thing, but I don't, I don't know where it came from. The leg from. is just a gift from God. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it just gave it to me, and I'm, I'm thankful for so, it. And I don't say this to embarrass you, but so I, you know, I've been around the uh, ballpark too, baseball. I cover baseball. I used to, you know, work in St. Louis and um, and watch, you know, would go. one of my favorite things is before a game, you go around batting practice, talk to people, you're down on the field um, pregame as a radio guy. And um, I, I always would say I'd have my back to the cage talking to somebody, and I'd hear the ball hit, and I'm like, oh, well, that's that's pool holes. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. And it's the same like with, with, with the kick, man. When your foot hits the ball, yeah, it's like, it's, whoa, okay, that's got to be drag on kicking, you know? It's like, boom, it's yeah, just it's, a thud. It's uh, When I make good contact on the ball, it's uh, it's a great feeling. I know the very last kick against Nebraska, not to toot my own horn, but right after I kicked it, I said bye ball. That was <laughs> the, the best kick I felt off my foot in a while. So. Yeah, it's too bad you don't have like a uh, – what can a kickoff guy do? There's no bat flip. You can't you can't do a cartwheel. What can you do to – I mean, when I hit – like on the on the opening kickoffs, I think like when I have the opening kickoff, I haven't done it recently because I honestly forgot, but when I hit the, if I hit a touchback on the opening kickoff, I'll sprint through the end zone with the rest of the kickoff team <laughs> and kind of like pump up the crowd. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess that's my that's your walk off. Flip. Or, that's my yeah, walk off. Your bat flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent. If um, if a game depended on it right now, Saturday, let's say, uh, let's say it's a decent weather. Yeah. Um, what? Where would you feel comfortable? Like, okay, the you know uh, the game is down to the wire. It's a tie game. 
what, what's the what, what's the distance? Do you think that you'd say I'm good up to there? And then obviously it's a you know yeah, but yeah, I, we got a shot. Let's say that we got a shot. Probably uh, with we got a shot at good weather. Yeah, good weather. Let's say good weather. Let's say like let's say wind neutral, no wind, no wind, fifty five, fifty six. Okay, that's probably that's that's a good guess. I'd yeah. say around there, and then anything up. Anything up there? Yeah. Like if you from, had a breeze at your back? Uh, 58, 59. What's the longest kick you've made practice wherever, high school, uh, 60, college? 69. 69-yarder? Yeah, 69. Yeah. I, was at, I was just kicking with my with my cousin at my high school. I was like, let's try it. Wow. Yeah, Trickett's also got a pretty pretty good leg. Like today, uh, I practice it in the indoor, he had like a 56. Nice. So, yeah, he's... Yeah. He's like that. Yeah. Um, accuracy, um, how how do you hone that in too, right? Uh, yeah, that's uh, – um, Just to – because you have a little – it's almost it's a little draw. It's a draw. Yeah. I get it mixed up. A draw or – I think it's a draw. Yeah. With the left foot, it's a yeah, draw. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, that's another thing Trick it has been uh, – and Coach Ian Berryman, uh, they've been helping me out with. I know uh, previously my, my flaw was I don't really get the ball up as much. Like my field goal against Iowa last yeah. year when it got blocked at the line. So I've been working on my elevation, on my kicks – and um, I think just drawing your target line. So, like, you, when you take your steps, you want to be at 90 degrees with your target line. So I think with me, just picking a better target line, I usually pick, like, so in our indoor, we have the uprights, and then you have the fleck rights, the smaller uprights. Yeah, yeah. So I'll play the fleck rights rather than the, the actual uprights. And, you know, obviously with wind, that'll play a factor. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's the process. I always get a kick, too, if I'm walking before practice outside the indoor. You guys are always there early. Yeah. And I can hear those balls banging yeah. from the inside. <laughs> yes. of I'm like, oh, the kickers are in there yeah, uh, working. You we know, don't put the nets down. So we just – and there's yeah. a lot of balls stuck up there. Up on that little yeah. catwalk. Yeah. Thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So we try and get those down. But <laughs> probably one stuck a practice. So. You mentioned that Iowa thing because it happened quick, right? It was yeah. like a fourth down, punt, go. Um how nervous were you, or was it? Did it happen so fast? You it, had no time. It to happened so fast, and when I tell you, everything went blank. I didn't hear the only thing I heard was the thud of the ball getting blocked. Yeah, and everything else just silence. And I was like, "This is the crazy." Like I've never felt that on a kickoff. This yeah. was like I think it was like a fifty-three yarder, and it w- we we would have been up sixteen fourteen, I think. And I was like, "Let's just go out there and do it." And then it got blocked, and I was like, "Yeah." Dang. And now you now you're just waiting for another shot. I'm just waiting point, for another right? opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, bide your time here a little bit. Yep. And that's the plan, right? Next year because yeah. Trickett's out at yeah. the end of this year. So Correct. hopefully he keeps putting them through the uprights. Yeah, hopefully. And then you you uh, you move on to to become the uh, the that, starter next year. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm working for it, so we'll see what happens. All right, so we already know you're. You used to be a Badger fan. You're no longer a Badger fan. Correct. You're a Gopher. Yep. Um, I'm told that you're a big Milwaukee Bucks guy. Mass, so, massive. Yeah. What? Um, so uh, you grew up soccer, played football, but yeah. basketball is also a love yeah, of yours. Yeah, basketball is like a hobby. I play with friends at home, and it's. I've always been a Bucks fan. Going to Bucks games like growing up. And uh, now that they're starting to become good, I can actually like rub it in people's face. Yeah. Like after they won the championship. I uh, drove over to Chris Altman Bell's place, rubbed in his face a little bit. <laughs> is he a Bulls guy or what uh, is he? he doesn't really support the NBA, yeah. but he just likes. He's to, a big hoops dude. Yeah, though, yeah, but he just likes to degrade the Bucks. So yes. when they won it, it was awesome. I drove over to Coney, <laughs> I drove over to Coney Durr's house, let him have it a little bit. And Michael Dixon, Flip Dixon, he had it a little bit. So it was uh, it was good when they finally won because I finally got the <laughs> yeah taste of the glory. Jab him a little bit. Exactly. Um, now I know some of these guys do play some pickup ball. Do you get involved in any all, of those games? All the time. Okay. We, uh, there's a lot of smack talking going on yeah. there. I remember one time in the summer, uh, we had 
maybe half the team at the Marshall playing basketball, and it was it was fun, you know, getting the guys together, uh, playing something other than football, and yeah. just having a good time. Because uh, Dalen Wright, he can hoop, he can play. Same with Anthony Smith, same with Brevin, same with Mike Brown Stevens. All these guys, yeah. Our our team's full of basketball players. Yeah, I was I was remembering because uh, Brevin talked about it at one of our interviews earlier, and he said even Tanner, he goes Tanner wouldn't be a starter, but <laughs> he'd probably come off the bench and 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 be a pretty good. So he must get in on the action. Yeah, too. Tanner gets in on the action too. It's not it's not pretty, but yeah, he'll, he'll, he'd come off the. But bench. He, he's efficient. Yeah. Um, and then um, yeah, he said Mike Brown was pretty good. Mike Brown Stevens. Yeah. Um, and of course, Brevin said he was he was the the number one guy. But he said that this was early in the year. He's like, you know, Anthony Smith, man. When he got on campus, we're like, whoa, we got a new baller here. Yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, conversation going on right now. Who who would win between Brev and Anthony? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've guarded Brev, and Brev's tough to guard. Yeah, I've never guarded Anthony. So yeah, um, what what's your game? So in basketball, are you a, a three point shooter? Nah, I'm, I'm like a, a kind of an all around guy. I like getting boards. Like oh. I like I attack like. When somebody shoots, you know, they, everybody kind of lays off. I kind of want the offensive rebound. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but so you're I'm kind of the garbage game. man. Yeah, just get I'm in and like, get the. Yeah, I'm, I like running the point though. I like. Yeah, good ball handler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, as you <laughs> uh, you mentioned, as you were um, growing, uh, you were a soccer player, and then you said uh, your body kind of maybe outgrew soccer. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was like, because in what was it like junior year of high school, I was like 265. Really? Yeah. So I got to a point where I would like when I play soccer, like I would just stand at uh, half field and I really wouldn't move. And then uh, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't for me. And we found another path, and the path worked out. So yeah, but you're not. You're, are you too? I mean, if you're no, 260, now I'm, yeah. Now I'm like two thirty five. Yeah, and you're and a little uh, way more slimmer. Toned yeah, I was yeah. I was a, a little rounder. Yeah. So but, is that weight room here? Diet, all that? It was weight room here because like I. I didn't really work out at home. All I did was, you know, play soccer, and then I really wouldn't do anything at football practice. I wouldn't even lift. Yeah, I didn't you, start did, you were five minute practice. Yeah, I, right? I would lift. Started lifting senior year. Didn't really take it seriously, but then I got here, and then you know, this program really helped me lose however much weight I lost, and then put on more muscle, which is key to my success as to why I'm hitting the ball so well. Right is now. that so helped the kicking? I think 100. I feel yeah. more flexible. I feel more explosive. I feel more powerful. So shout out to Coach Nickel and his staff. And it's helped the hoops game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. Because now I can dunk. You can so dunk. I can finally. How dunk. tall are you? Six, six four. Six four, and you're yeah. dunking. Well, I'm dunking. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah it. for sure. So uh, you, the Greek freak, of course, for the yeah. Bucks. Is he your favorite guy now? Him and him and Chris Middleton. Middleton's I, a guy. Yeah, I love. I mean, Middleton's hurt right now. We started nine and zero. Yeah, finally got our first loss yesterday, but. Without Middleton, once he comes back, it's gonna be it's gonna be wraps for the for the league. Another championship coming to Milwaukee, and I'm not worried. When um, the Bucks come to town, are you able? They already did. Uh, they were here, weren't they? Was that that was at like they played it at midnight? Basically, yeah, and but they, we were in Nebraska. Yeah, we were in Nebraska on the Friday because me and Brev were talking because me and Brev always like talk about he's, he's a Wolf guy. Yeah, he's a okay. Wolf fan. And so we're like, hey, let's go. And then we looked, and it was Friday, and we're in Nebraska, and I was like, come on. Yeah. Do they, they come back one more time, maybe? Or I don't no? think so, because Timberwolves play at Milwaukee. Oh, it's now. a one. Yeah, the East against the West. I think yeah. it's one and one. Um, so the Gopher football team kind of has its own Greek freak, right? Ethan Kelly McManus. Correct. What yes. are you seeing from him? He's, I mean, uh, as a specialist, how much do you watch that stuff, too? Uh, I mean, I like I like watching them do like one on one, seven on seven, stuff yeah. like that, because Ethan's got a cannon. He, <laughs> that man could throw the ball, and he's mobile. It's a spiral it's every time. Every too, time. Man. And it, I remember one time where after practice, you know, this was after a Sunday practice, and we're just like, uh, like messing around, and Ethan just like watched this through the ball from the thirty yard line, five yards deep into the end zone. So like, like 75, 75 yards, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah. So it's there's apparently weird story between me and Ethan. Apparently, like uh, 
my uncle and his cousin were like engaged. So like him and I were like, she used okay. to hang out with them. And I'm like, do you know what this is? He's like, yeah, I'm like small world. That is a small world. Yeah. That, is, that is pretty good. So yeah, you got the Greek freak. Now I got to ask you too. Um, what about your Packers? Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Marcus Hendrickson and I talk about this all the time. Yeah, Marcus is uh, the uh, what is it? He's like a personal, uh, yeah, something uh, like director that. player personnel, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now he and I went to the same college. Really? Yeah, we went to Luther College down in Iowa. Now he was he's way younger. I'm yeah. an old man. He's, he's a young. He played linebacker. I just was a baseball player there. But yeah. um, and then his older brother Milt, who works for the Packers. Yeah, correct. He and I, I were him, teammates yeah. at Luther. Really? He played first base. I was the right fielder. Wow. I was always messing up in right field. And <laughs> would have to hit a home run to save the day. But um, anyway, so that's people don't know who Marcus is if they yeah. don't know. He's been a guest on this podcast before. Oh, awesome football knowledge. Awesome. So he's a Wisconsin guy too. Yes, massive Packer fan. So well. you guys have discussed this. Yes. Sorry to interrupt, but I had to get no, the, no, the, the groundwork set. Yeah, there. it's uh, it's been tough for sure. You know, I'm I'm a loud mouth when it comes like in the locker room stuff. I like bragging about Wisconsin sports, yeah. except the Badgers. I like bragging about Wisconsin sports. So when they lose, I hear about it from yeah. everybody. Oh, how are the Packers doing? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, oh my goodness. But like this season, it's it's been tough. Watching them without a receiver, you know, getting rid of Devontae Adams without a receiver. It's, you know, Aaron Rodgers throwing three picks last game against the Detroit Lions. Like all in the red zone. All in the red zone. And I was like, has that, I wonder in his career if that, that there's no way that's there's no way. I think that's the worst game of his career. Yeah. That was, that was unbelievable. Do you think he's lost it? Uh, I'm gonna say no because I still have faith. Okay. I don't think he's lost it. I think we're gonna pick it up. I think we're gonna start running the ball more because we have two great running backs in AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. But I think we're going to pick it up. I think I don't even know if it's possible, but I think we'll make the playoffs. You really? Yeah, I, playoffs. I think, I think so. Playoffs. I'm gonna stay optimistic <laughs> about it. You know, the Vikings are doing very well. Yeah, respect. They're Cody ske- Lindenberg, now the, respect. Now their schedule though does pick up now. Buffalo yeah. and the Cowboys, and you know. However, Josh Allen may be out. So yeah, we'll that's true. That they, and they've gotten a little lucky because they got the um, the Dolphins back up. Correct. As well, well, they got actually both of them because yeah. then Teddy Bridgewater ended up coming in. So, um, so Marcus's brother Milt, who I talked about, he's the assistant GM. Yeah. So, do you give Marcus any hints to tell, <laughs> hey, Milt, go draft a receiver <laughs> yeah. here, right? For your, although they did, they got the guy from uh, North Dakota State. Yeah, I they, guess, that's right? Brevin's boy, by the way. Is it? And, yeah. yeah. And I, I always talk to uh, Marcus about like, why do we give a receiver? And he always gives me such a good explanation as to why we shouldn't. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm just mad that we're losing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you, have you been to Lambo? I have. Yeah. It's it's an uh, amazing atmosphere. It's, yeah. It's I think it holds like eighty thousand or something like that, and it's it's never quiet, which is yeah, which is epic. Um, how often uh, do you get to go? Or have uh, I've been? only been like once or twice. Yeah. I haven't really been that much. I mean, it's it's like a two hour drive for me, but like I I just never had like up through high school. I never. I think I, I went like two times in middle school, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, are you a Brewers fan too? Or Brewers fan too. Like diehard, like follow. I, I'm, not, I'm not really in the baseball like that. I started getting into baseball a little bit. But uh, I wouldn't say diehard, but I'm, I'd say I'm a, I'm a Brewer fan. Um, so, uh, have, have, did you play baseball? No, I never. Because no. I'm thinking with your left yeah. foot, I wonder if you have an arm. Listen, listen me and you have the same brain because every time I think about it, I'm like, I should have been a pitcher. Yeah, lefty pitcher. Lefty, because lefty pitchers don't even have to throw hard to. One, to no. you could be making a living in the league exactly. throwing 82. Exactly. I told my dad so many times because I told him I wanted to play so many sports in high school. I wanted to play yeah. basketball. He said, No, I don't want you getting hurt. And protective parent. Yeah, yeah. Pr- yeah, respect. But at the same time, 
you should let me play baseball. Yeah. I want to see, hey, you never know. So have you thrown, you've thrown a baseball. Yeah, I've thrown a baseball. Does it, like, does it come out of the hand good? You, I, you I got some heat? I think it does. But yeah. Well, I mean, so, wouldn't it be a story if all of a sudden the gopher <laughs> kickoff guy picks up a baseball and we find out he throws 94? <laughs> Coach John Anderson from the Gophers says, hey, I could use a closer or something, right? <laughs> like Josh Hader. Yeah, right. Just yeah. Bring, the, bring the heat. Yeah. Um, how about football? You throw a good spiral? Oh, I mean, yeah. In, yeah. in high school, I was scout team quarterback. Is that right? I was. So you were there five minutes to kick and then got a little and work a lot, in. A lot of scout team quarterback yeah. and then see ya. I'm out. That was it. That was, that was it. That was the dream. Um, and how far? So you mentioned eighth and threw at 75. What do you think if you – could you kick it farther or throw it farther? Oh, kick it 100%. Kick it. But okay. we play this game on uh, Thursdays. So, like, us specialists, we play this, like, passing game. And Crawford and I are partners. So you start at, like, five yards, you throw it. And then if you get it, you move back to 10 yards. And Crawford and I, and uh, without taking a step. So far as Crawford and I have got to is 45. So I think I could throw it, like, maybe 55. Wow. 40, 50, 55. That's a pretty good arm. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to work on baseball. I will. Okay. I, for sure. Let's I have see. a baseball in my, in my apartment. There you go. You got a glove? Uh, no, we got to get your glove, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll get some work on that. And I'm just curious how how that how that evolves. I'm curious too. That'll, now. Be, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, all right. So here's here's I got to ask you this. So I'm sure even I would be like, okay, so you're at high school football practice, five minutes. You're kicking a few things. There can't be a lot of work that goes into it. Just run up, kick it into the end zone, and that's it. But how much do you have to put in, um, okay, here's, you know, Coach Wanger will say, here's the return guy, here's where you got to kick it, um, here's a situation here. I mean, how much of uh, – is, is that a lot or is it some? Uh, it's some. It's not It's not really too much. Uh, Coach Wanger, he'll give me, like, tips on the returner, tell me his tendencies, and then, like, my job is to kick it, and then I head up the returner. So wherever he goes, I go. And, I mean, I trust the guys around me, the other 10 guys around me. Uh, we have a really good kickoff coverage team, so yeah. if if it doesn't go in the end zone, then I, I put faith into those guys. Are you the last hope, though, if something yeah, happens I'm to the, pop? I'm the I'm the yeah. What's the word? The cushion. The, the cushion. Yeah. Well, let's hope that ne- it never gets to that. But do you feel confident you'd be able to make the tackle? Oh yeah, I put my shoulder into a guy against Rutgers. That was probably one of yeah. the coolest moments. Well, don't get hurt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> don't get hurt. <laughs> um, uh, could uh, did you did you ever play position? Uh, no. no. Oh well, yeah. In uh, fifth grade to eighth grade, I was like, I was all, everywhere because yeah. I was like running back, O line, linebacker, D line, just just right. everywhere. Without giving away too much, because I'm sure that the coaches don't want uh, a lot out there. But are there also because now I think analytically, it's just like pff, don't risk a return, boot it out of the end zone, and if somebody drives 75 on you, tip yeah. your cap and call it a day. That's better than okay, kick it. Guy takes it at the eight. Goes fifty or a hundred or yeah, ninety-two exactly. or whatever, um, but there, there have I'm sure there are some plays in there where um, you know if you pop it up high, maybe you pin them at the sixteen instead yeah. of the twenty-five. Um, how much do they have to talk to you on that in terms of what you know what what kick to use and when? Seems uh, mostly now it's hey just yeah, kick it out of there. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the touchback as as much as possible. You know, uh, just like you said, no risk of return. You get them at the 25, and we have a really good defense. So, like you said, making them drive 75 yards is, is pretty hard on a, on a Coach Rossi-led defense right. with uh, with all the players on defense like Mariano, Cody Lindenberg, you know, all those guys. So it's uh, it's definitely just like a kick it and hopefully yeah. goes to the end zone. Um, so the other thing I want to ask you about is, um, and maybe, again, you don't want to talk specific how it works, but how often do you work on, like, onsides? Because you want that high bounce. And, yeah. And, and I don't know if you were Trickett or whoever. Maybe you, they don't want anyone to know. But um, do, how much do you work on the on the kick? Is there some luck involved yeah, with well, each kick? That That's my thing with onsides. I talk with Coach Ian Berryman all the time. It's Onsides are – 
I personally feel like it's all luck. You could hit a good ball and it just doesn't catch that hop. Yeah. Or you could hit a bad ball and it catches that hop. So, you know, I try and like hit them a couple days throughout the week to try my best to, you know, get the same ball over and over again. But you just can't. Right. It's all all luck and where the ball hits the ground and if it's going to get that big pop or if it's going to stay low. And so. you don't want to really hit it hard or, or can it's, you take advantage of leg strength and bounce it hard? It's it's tough because like if, it, if the ball bounces once, so let's say I hit it into the ground once and it goes 10 yards, they could fair catch it. Yeah, it, th- but, that's a rule that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. It has to take a second bounce yeah. and then there's, and then but there's if no it hits catch. the ground first off that first bounce and goes 15 yards yeah, up, fair catch. Yeah. yeah. So I try and, you know, keep it low not and then it hits a high bounce late. Yeah. But uh, sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes it does, and it's just it's the luck yeah. of the draw. I saw a game the other day where the kicker um, like spun it. It looked like a bottle oh, he spinning. Put, yeah, like a we call it a watermelon. He okay. put it flat in the ground. Yeah, and he like like it went about tough. five yards, yeah. so it never had a chance. But I'm like, I see what he was trying to do there. Yeah, Nebraska does that. Do that if if you can if you can hit it well, it's so hard to catch. Sure, like, as the as the Hands team, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, so uh, do you guys practice? I'm, I'm not I'm not mastered at that. You're doing the you yeah, want the, like what we did against hop. Penn State. Yeah. yeah, and then they they obviously um, you know you hope that whoever it is, whether it's uh, you know Mike Brown Stevens, whoever the outside guy is, mm-hmm. they block it up, and then the outside guy can go get it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the goal. Very good. So, the, but it does it's not it doesn't take up a lot of your no, practice that, time. No, I no. So you got Serbian music in the shower. I got to get back to that for a second. <laughs> um, is there like what? Um, like is it is it rock music? Is it a band? Is it an orchestra? No, I, there's it's so many different. There's like individual artists. It's like uh, I give it like a the one the music I listen to. I don't, I love old old Serbian music like nineteen like eighties the nineties. Really, I begin into like the, two, the early two thousands. But it's like uh, I'd say it's like if you think about like R and B and like in the 2000s, 2010s here, like when you think about like Sean Kingston and like uh, not like so much the rap now, the more like the What's the upbeat kind of best thing I can give it is Sean Kingston and the like hip hop man? Yeah, hip hop stuff okay. like that. Yeah, but it's just just in Serbian. Yeah. So are, who are, and they're from Serbia. Yeah. It's a group. Like who are the I'm, it's hot like, groups from Serbia? Uh, I mean, there's like a bunch of. I mean, I listen to more individual people. So you yeah. got like Rasta, who's like equivalent to like like a J Cole, like a rapper, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, the people I'm listening to like a like her name's Dara Bubumara. She's like say that again. Dara Bubumara. Wow. And it's uh, she's more like a, like an like a who's like an old woman singer. I was gonna say like Adele, but like yeah. I don't know. But yeah, uh, there's 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 a lot. Like I went to my uh, last year after the bowl game. I went to my favorite guy Bomarajevic. She's like he's a great singer. I went to his concert. Really? And he actually took my phone and he recorded off his phone. Where was where was that? Chicago. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. It was. It was and it's they sing in the Serbian language, yeah, of course, they sing right? In Serbian, yeah. yeah. And you got that down? I got it down. All right. Well, say goodbye to our listeners in Serbian. Vidimo se posle. That's the way to do it. It was yeah. fun. Thanks, man. Oh, I do want to mention we have a hundred dollar gift card for your appearance here. Thanks to our friends at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. They proudly serve Minnesota since nineteen thirty. I want to tell you as well that as a current Gopher student or proud Gopher alum, all of you are eligible to join a financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship. They put you first. Meet with a local employee at any of the branches all over the state, including one right here off of University Avenue near campus. To learn more or find out another way to connect, here's the webpage 
affinityplus.org slash go gophers affinity plus federal credit union federally insured by ncua so enjoy the gift cards thank you very much appreciate yeah, it it was awesome thank you thank you Dragon on episode 44 how much fun was that Dragon on the gopher kickoff specialist what a fun personality and a talented player i hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation as much as i enjoyed being part of it the go gopher podcast as always is presented by sunbelt business advisors and true north mergers and acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. They should be on your team roster. We're also proud to be supported by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your local credit union throughout the state of Minnesota. Go to affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus sponsors our player profile each week, supporting Golden Gophers student-athletes. And we're also brought to you by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to go back and listen to past podcasts please be sure to click the subscribe button right now for the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to click it, and it's free to listen at any time. And please share the link on your social media channels so others can listen as well. We'll talk again next week.